0: It is certainly a blessing to be able to be here with you today. Thank you very much for being a part of our services here at Azalea City. It was 13 years ago on Christmas Day, the very first time I brought a baby up here to show everyone. That baby was my daughter. So ever since then, we, on their first time, or close to their first time, being here with us, we have tried to bring the babies up and show them to the church. Today we have three. So uh, I'm going to try to go, I think, in birth order here. And uh, the first one we have today for the very first time is also my great niece, Emery McHugh. So Clay... You'll bring Emery up. Ironically, it's the first time I've held all three of these babies today. Look at there. Such a sweet baby. If you've seen Amelia, you've seen Emery. All right, then I believe Ukrainian parents, American citizen, Olivia Didu. Olivia wins the Most Hair Award. Look at that! Look at that hair, precious angels. Mm-mm-mm. Congratulations, my brother. Thank you. Beautiful. I you. Got her. Good, yeah. okay. And Dale Cunningham Jr. Dale Jr. is running a close race. They all three had pretty good hair, though, didn't they? Look at there. So sweet. Mm, mm, mm. Dale, congratulations, brother. Got him? I love that we have babies at this church. I love that we have children at this church. I also recognize that those babies and those children know today is Christmas Eve. And Kent, they're probably ready to get to a place where there's a bunch of presents and such. But I am thankful you came today. I am thankful that you're here. Because this is our Lord's Day. and I can't think of a greater time to celebrate Jesus Christ than when we all come together and worship. All month long, I've been trying my best to remind us that Jesus not only is the gift, but through His gift, He is also the greatest giver. And what I mean by that is Jesus gave us so much. When those shepherds in the field where we started, when the shepherds in the field went in and they saw that baby lying in that manger, wrapped in swaddling cloth, they opened up that present, if you will, and it revealed the greatest gift that's ever been given. Along the way, we talked about what Jesus has given us. And I could preach from here till next year. And still not do justice of everything that Jesus Christ's life has given us. We challenged us to know the giver. Because once we know the giver, we appreciate the gift even more. Jesus' life gave us strength. Remember, there was a time when we were without strength and Christ came at just the right time so that we could have strength. Jesus has given us so many things through His birth, through His life, through His death, and especially through His resurrection. Today, I want to walk you to the cross. I want to walk you through that time For Jesus to be resurrected, He had to be born. He had to be raised. He had to be a teacher. He had to be a miracle worker. But He had to go to the cross. And as I think about Jesus and I celebrate Jesus, I think about His gifts that He's given me, it all goes back to Calvary. It all goes back to Golgotha. It all goes back to that hill where he died that criminal's death. I'm going to be in Mark chapter 15 beginning in verse 12. Pilate answered and he said to them, What then do you want me to do With Him, whom you call the King of the Jews. So they cried out again, Crucify Him. Then Pilate said to them, Why? What evil has He done? But they cried out all the more, Crucify Him. So Pilate, wanting to gratify the crowd, released Barabbas. They delivered Jesus after he had scourged Him to be crucified. Then they brought Him into the hall called Praetorium. And they called together the whole garrison. And they clothed Him with purple twisted a crown of thorns, put it on his head, and began to salute him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. Then they struck him on the head with a reed and spat on him. After they had mocked him, they took the purple off him put his own clothes on him and led him out to crucify him. Then they compelled a certain man, Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus, as he was coming out of the country to bear his cross. Then they brought him to the place called Golgotha, which is translated place of a skull. Then they gave him wine mingled with myrrh to drink, but he did not take it. And when they crucified him, they divided his garments, casting lots for them to determine what every man should take. Now, it was the third hour, and they crucified him. And the inscription of his accusation was written above, The King of the Jews. With him they also crucified two robbers, one on his right, the other on his left. So the scriptures were fulfilled which says, and he was numbered with the transgressors. Those who passed by blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, aha, you who destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. Likewise, the chief priests also, mocking among themselves with the scribes, said He saved others. Himself He cannot save. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, descend now from the cross that we may all see and believe. Even those who were crucified Him Crucified with Him, reviled Him. Now, when the sixth hour had come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which is translated, My God, My God, why have You forsaken Me? Some of those who stood by heard that, said, Look, he is calling for Elijah. Then someone ran and filled a sponge full of sour wine, put it on a reed, offered it to him to drink, and saying, Let him alone. Let us see if Elijah will come to take him down. And Jesus cried out with a loud voice, and he breathed his last. Then the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. So when the centurion who stood opposite him saw that he cried out like this and he breathed his last, he said truly, this man was the Son of God. Jesus Christ, the greatest giver, He gave all so that we can be here today. So that we can be a part of the greatest institution that's ever come into existence. The kingdom of our Lord. The church that belongs to Jesus Christ. Today, there will be wrapping paper or tissue paper in bags. That's the easy way out. Everywhere. And there will be children who are very, very excited. Yes, there will be some of those grandparent gifts where they won't be as excited. But they will be very excited because the gift that they have received is the gift they always wanted. Every one of them. But I suggest to you they'll be excited. because they know and love the giver of those gifts. Today, there's no wrapping paper. The gift is already opened. He did the hard part, the easy part, is accepting that free gift. The hard part is what we just read in Mark chapter 15. The easy part is saying, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. The easy part is being immersed in water God contacting me with the blood of Jesus Christ. Being raised out of that watery grave to walk in newness of life. That's the easy part. The easy part is walking in the light as He is in the light. All of that is so easy compared to what our Savior went through. Why don't we open the gift? Why not celebrate today? Why not know and love the One who gave the greatest gift? What all did Jesus give us from the cross? Seven things. And then the lesson is yours. Jesus gave us from the cross. Peace. When you open up Jesus today, you know and love the Giver and you accept Him to wash away all your sins, you will not only receive Jesus, you'll receive peace. Romans 5, verse 1, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. You do not get peace without Jesus. Oh, there may be people that say they have peace and they want peace and all that. We will not receive true peace until we open the gift of Jesus in our lives. What else did Jesus give us? By giving us His life, He gave us access to the Father. In Hebrews 4, 14, and then verse 16, it reads like this, Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Do you realize today that by opening Jesus Christ, In your life, and to those that you can give that gift to, you not only have Jesus, you have access to God the Father. That is incredible. The one who made everything we know in six days, knows the number of hairs on your head, wrote your DNA formed you in your mother's womb, knitted you together, that Yahweh, that Jehovah, that God, you'll have access to. Thirdly, what did Jesus give us by giving us His life on the cross? He gave us hope. He gave us hope. Titus 2, verses 13 and 14, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ who gave Himself for us that He might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for Himself His own special people zealous for good works. I hope that one day all those folks that we've celebrated with That aren't here anymore. I cling that we'll be able to celebrate again. I hope that all those today who aren't able to be here. Who aren't able to walk. Who aren't able to stand. Who aren't able to get out. All those. My hope is that reality one day will be that they will have a brand new body that will never wear out. I hope that one day there will be no more tears. I won't turn on the news and watch children dying, wars happening, all this evil, all this sin. My hope will become reality because Satan will not be there. You see, we have hope today. Because Jesus gave His life on the cross. Fourthly, if you're keeping track, as Jesus gave His life on the cross at Calvary, He also gave us triumph over trouble. Romans 5, 1-3, Therefore, having been justified by faith, How can we glory in tribulations? Because Jesus also said, In this world you will have trouble, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome this world. There's a lot of trouble today. You know, I I tell people a lot, there's two sides to Christmas. There's the Elvis Presley side. Oh, why can't every day be like Christmas? But then there's the Merle Haggard side. If we make it through December. Right? There's a happy side. There's a sad side. So some people today, even though there's a lot of excited families and a lot of excited people, there's somebody today that's full of trouble. Have you opened up the gift of Jesus? Because not only does He give you Himself, He gives you victory over trouble. Number five, if we open up Jesus Christ today, what will we see that He gave us from the cross? He gave us love. Love. Agape love. Unconditional love. Hebrews 12, verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross, despising the shame, and then sat down at the right hand of the throne of God to know what we know about the cross. And we just read it. I didn't comment on it or anything else. We just read the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Knowing what we know about the cross, can you find joy in it? I can't. If I'm Jesus, it's hard for me on the human side of things, to find joy in that. And he struggled with that as well, right? The human side of him because he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Let this cup pass from me. I do not want to endure the Father's wrath. I don't want it to be poured out on me. Nevertheless, not my will but Thine be done. But then the Hebrew writer said, for the joy that was set before Him. You know what that is? That's love. What kept Christ on the cross? Oh, they drove eight-inch spikes into His hands and His feet. That nailed Him to the cross. You think that kept Him on the cross? No way. Well, boy, He lost a lot of blood. His back was destroyed. He had to just scrape it up and down to get a breath. He lost all that blood. He couldn't hardly breathe. That's what kept Him on the cross. No, it wasn't. Love kept Jesus on the cross. Love for the Father and love for you. If you open Jesus today, you'll receive the greatest love you've ever felt. Number six. What did Jesus give us on the cross? He gave us deliverance from wrath. Romans 5 verse 9, much more than having now been justified by His blood, we shall be saved from wrath through Him. Wrath is different than anger. Wrath is different than being mad, being upset. Wrath is vengeance. God the Father is merciful. He is love. He is tender. He is peace. He is joy. He is all these things, but He also has a side of wrath. And He will punish sin. And He will punish those who are outside of the body of Christ. Today, if we open Jesus Christ up, we do not have to feel God's wrath. And then finally, what did Jesus give us on the cross? He gave us what we sing about. And we shouldn't just sing it this time of the year. He gave us joy. Joy. 1 Peter 1, 6-8 In this you greatly rejoice. That's joy. Though now for a little while, if need be, you have grieved by various trials that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ whom having not seen You love, though now you do not see Him, yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory. There are a lot of things that make us happy. Some of those things are not things that make God happy. We can find happiness in sin. We can find happiness in some Christmas presents. We can find happiness in a beautifully slaved over cooked meal. We can find happiness being with family. We can find happiness if gasoline drops a few cents. But we can only find joy in one place. And that's by opening the gift of Jesus Christ. What did those shepherds unwrap? They unwrapped the greatest gift of all time. Who also became the greatest giver of all time. All He's asked in return is for you to give your life. Why not today? If you have a need, won't you come right now? It's together, we stand and sing.